It's Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm the community manager here at Micro.blog, and today we have a special edition, what I like to call Questions and Answers with Manton. So I'm welcoming Manton Reese, the founder of Micro.blog, onto Micro Monday to answer questions submitted by the community in advance. Hey, Manton, how are you doing? Hello, good to be here. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Welcome back to Micro Monday. I, I'm excited I, to be back. <laughs> I know that you're a regular listener, so uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I can I count you among our fans over the podcast. Yep. <laughs> so let's just dive right into the questions. We got a lot of good ones, and I um, I'm looking forward to hearing um, what you have to say. And um, I think it's going to be a very interesting educational episode for everybody who's interested and excited about where micro.blog is going and what micro.blog is doing. So with that, I will start with Chris's question, which is, what has Manton seen on micro.blog lately that excited him? That's a great question. I Every day I see something that excites me. I was thinking about you know, I don't want to like evade the question for the very first question, but rather than pick one thing, I'll say something that happens to me a lot is so I don't follow everybody mm-hmm. on micro.blog. And so sometimes I will, especially if I'm really busy and I'm, I can't really keep up with the timeline, or maybe I, I turn off the option to show all the replies and I just, I just don't see everything on that particular day. Sometimes I will see a conversation reply and I will, I will go into it to see the whole thing. And I'll just be really excited and, and just happy to see like a really long conversation with people that I hadn't followed before or replies I hadn't seen. And that, when that happens, that makes me really happy seeing people encouraging other people kind of being positive and just kind of like this whole conversation kind of unfolding that I hadn't noticed before. And I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that answer that I, I do you know, just fall into a conversation or learn about an area of human enterprise that I didn't know existed before. And I'm happy to find out, you know, oh, people are really excited about this thing or learn about a book. You can really get <laughs> distracted moderating the micro.blog community, I have to say, <laughs> uh, because there's so many things I want to read and um, I can't read all the blog posts that people are linking to, but it's very cool. Um so next question comes from Ron, guest, who says, um, do you have any comment about the portability and backup that I mentioned in my post, uh, which his post is titled In a Blogging Muddle. So, of course, I read that one. I, I love the <laughs> title, and I'm in, always in a blogging muddle. Um, and Ron has several interesting points. I'll put a link in the show notes to his post. But the ones he was particularly interested in Manton's feedback on is portability and backup. So Manton, what do you have to say for Ron's question? Great question. I talked a little bit about this uh, with him, I think in email or on micro.blog. And about a year ago, I was a little bit annoyed that there wasn't a really good universal like backup format for blogs and websites Mm -hmm. that was supported everywhere. So we support a few different things in micro.blog. You can import and export WordPresses um, mm-hmm. format, but the problem with that is it's like a 
just a text, you know, XML file. It doesn't include the images. So you have to do something separate yeah. with images. And then we also support this idea that you could copy all your entire blog and it's designed for backup to GitHub. And, you know, it's not going to appeal to everybody because GitHub and not everybody use GitHub. And there's like a, certainly a learning curve just technically figuring out how all that stuff works. But it is a really nice, complete backup because it's all your posts, the markdown, the photos, the blog themes, you know, the HTML, everything. Mm -hmm. And so I like that we have that, but it's just a little bit too complicated. And so for a long time, I've been wanting a very simple click here and it'll download all the images and files and JSON of your posts. And so about a year ago, I wrote a blog post about this, uh, proposing a new format that other blog, you know, software could use as well. And I've been meaning to finish implementing that for a year. And um, this conversation, you know, hearing his question and some other feedback recently has really bumped that back up to the top of the list. I really want to do that soon. Um, and I think hopefully that'll just be, you know, we have stuff where you can back up your blog in a couple different ways already, but hopefully having that extra copy mm-hmm. will make f- people feel even more comfortable um, especially like where Ron's coming from of wanting something that is even easier to back up regularly. All right. So let's go. So Collett had a few questions, um, all good ones. And I want to start with his um, first question, which is, are there any plans of allowing people to define their themes entirely as opposed to using CSS to customize design or being able to create a footer? Yes. So we've put all the current themes, I think all of them or most of them, um, we've open sourced them on GitHub. They're all based on another theme that has been adapted for micro.blog anyway. And my hope is that there would be kind of a community develop around that and people trying to make their own themes. And that's happened a little bit. And as people make a new theme, I'd love to integrate that as one Mm -hmm. of the defaults. But really what he's asking is, just wants his own theme that's completely separate. And the answer is yes. I think it's going to happen in in two stages. I think eventually I, I would love for you to be able to just like upload an entire theme to your site as kind of like a package. And I, I still mm-hmm. think that's probably the most convenient way to go about it. But lately I've been thinking even before we have that, because there's some complexities with how that would work, why not just let people edit anything in their theme, you know, any of the files and, you know, WordPress actually has something like this where from the web, mm-hmm. you can edit files in the theme and most people ignore it because they don't want to deal with the PHP and, you know, all the crazy theme files and how that works. But the micro.blog themes are actually pretty simple. There's really only a couple files that are core to how it works. Um, plus, you know, the CSS and, I think that might be the first step is just letting you edit them over the web so that you've made them yours. And I think that will be a natural kind of extension for how we currently support adding custom CSS or editing, you know, like the footer, adding JavaScript, uh, uh, like, like they mentioned here. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's where we'll start. And then later being able to have kind of like theme package files that you could distribute, um, upload yourself, share with other people, and then, uh, if people like them, we'll bring those in to be kind of default themes for everyone to use. I think that will be really cool. I look forward to that. Um, as much as I've tried to take on the uh, philosophy of fewer choices mean more writing and less tinkering, 
um, I wouldn't mind to do some tinkering in the future as well. Uh, and so Kyle had also asked, will we be getting threaded conversations? I think so. Uh, I don't want to add too much kind of complexity to how conversations yeah. work. I do like that they are just simple and flat. And I think that works best, especially if there's only like, there's just a few replies, which is usually the case. There's no reason to, to thread them. And, and I think what, what they mean here is the, um, you know, indenting kind of nesting <clears throat> replies. Uh, I think mm -hmm. that's what's, what's happening well, here. Yeah. Kind of like with the what question. Twitter does, right? Mm -hmm. like where, you know, instead of one, big file of replies uh the replies are kind of attached to mm -hmm. the things they're replying to as exactly. opposed to just the original post and so we do from the very beginning we store that relationship in mm -hmm. the database so we do know this post is a reply to this specific post and so we can kind of we could show the kind of chain of replies in different ways and it's really just a matter of can is there a way to do that that's simple in the UI so people don't get lost? Because I, I find, I mean, I don't use Twitter that very that much anymore, but I do find sometimes when I use Twitter, it's easy to get stuck in part of the reply and miss things. Mm -hmm. And when you miss something in a conversation, that can lead to problems like, first of all, just saying what everybody else has already said, um, yeah. but also like... I don't know, being upset about something that's already been answered or, you know, there's, there's possibility to get confused if you can't yeah. see everything. So I think the way I started the answer was yes, probably. And I think the way I would be most happy about it would be keep the default the way it is. Cause mm -hmm. I think it works best for most conversations, but have some kind of toggle where you could say this conversation is really big. You know, there's like mm -hmm. 20 or 30 replies and it is kind of big, some mm -hmm. kind of little toggle where you can have, you can see the structure and follow it better. Mm. Actually, you know, that reminds me of a question that I have, which is, do you think we'll have the opportunity to put images into replies anytime? I don't know. I really don't. I, I know people want that. Uh, this is going to be an unpopular answer. <laughs> okay. I, That's okay. I, We're here to, yeah. to discuss the hard I, questions as well as the easy ones. I, so I, I think I have – my two – the two reasons I hesitate on doing that mm -hmm. um, are, one, I find that 99% of the time when you're putting an image and a reply on another social network – it's it's a silly meme or animated gif or something mm. and i'm i'm not saying that's bad and no one should do that but i think it can really overwhelm the quality of a conversation and turn it into a joke when it's not mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and so i i'm not really excited about that yeah. happening on micro.blog and um and then and then the second thing is just yeah just kind of distracting from people adding some, I'm not saying every reply should be like thoughtful mm -hmm. and sincere and significant. I mean, some replies can be silly and they can just say, Hey, thanks. Or just something simple. Mm -hmm. But I, I do wonder what micro.blog would be like if there were more images in replies. And I just, I'm just not sure what that would, would look um, like. Um, I don't know. There, were, there would be more guinea pigs. Because <laughs> sounds like you're in favor of the, Yes. <laughs> I think there should be yes, okay. an exception made for guinea pigs. No. Um, well, a good example is where uh, 
Jonathan Lacour, the clever devil, you know, he shows me, shows us a photo of his dog and says it's his birthday. And I want to reply and say, happy birthday. And I have a whole collection of pictures of my guinea pigs with Mm -hmm. birthday party favors. So, you know, it's, yes, it's a little silly. I agree, but it's not a a meme. And it's certainly not turning the conversation into a joke as it already was kind of lighthearted. And, you know, the fact that, I have to just write a new reply, tag Jonathan, and then put the guinea pig photo. And then I forget that I've got cross-posting turned on. (laughs) (laughs) What was supposed to be one reply to one dog suddenly is all over Twitter. And it's okay, but it just – it it reminded me that, ah, shoot, you know, I kind of missed that ability Mm -hmm. to make a photo go to one person plus the people who are following that person in conversation. So – it would but be I good. There's a lot of times where it would be good. And that that's, I mean, that's a good example of where it mm-hmm. fits perfectly in the conversation. And I hope I'm not coming off as too like judgmental, but I just, I know sometimes when I, when <laughs> yeah, I, get I get lost on Twitter, especially trending tags yeah. and things like that, uh, some of those threads get really, really, really derailed because yes. there are memes in them. And I just, I think maybe we can, kind of give this some more thought and figure out what the right balance is so that we kind of preserve what I think is really good about a lot of the conversations on micro.blog. Yeah. I mean, maybe if there's a way to have a reply that has a photo in it must also have some text in it. Like Mm -hmm. you can't just throw out because a lot of times those memes are kind of like a like button. They're just like, ah, let me stick this in to say, I saw what you did there without actually having to write anything. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to get hate mail from a meme fan, so I'm going to move on. Yeah, I need to be careful. I think I've gone too far already. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's another question, and it's come up from a couple of people. So Chad um, asks, are post categories on the roadmap? And Ron Guest had asked that as well. And even Greg... um, had the same question, you know, would there be more post types such as bookmarks, watch, listen, quote, etc.? Then I could go all in on micro.blog and not have to use three platforms. Yes. Uh, the short answer is yes, there will be categories. I, For a while, I was thinking, oh, should there be tags? Should there be categories? Should there be post types? And mm-hmm. so I used WordPress for years, and WordPress has categories, tags, post to- types, post mm-hmm. formats. It's got like four different ways to do this. And so with micro.blog, I, re- I really want there to be one pretty good way to handle the, this kind of thing. And I think categories is the best. And it took me a while to kind of decide that, but pretty sure categories is the best way. And the, the where I want to start with this is uh, a lot of people, one of the, the biggest reasons is they want like photos in their own category. Mm-hmm. And I think there are certain types of uh, posts that we can automatically put in a category for you. So you don't have mm-hmm. to deal with that. So you don't have to choose a category when you post it. And photos would be a great one if there's a photos category by default. I think that's where we're going to start. Uh, that's personally okay. what I would like to see. When, when I moved from WordPress to micro.blog, I didn't actually miss categories. I had I used categories. I used keywords. I didn't actually miss them. And, yeah. you know, it's been months now. So I felt like it wasn't an emergency, but more and more, you know, we hear this and I, I do think it makes a lot of sense. I'd hate for someone not to use micro.blog because it was missing categories. Uh, 
it's a natural thing to add. So I think mm-hmm. we will pretty soon, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, another interesting question from Josh DeLioncourt, who, uh, who's been on Micro Monday before, and we talked about accessibility with him a bit. And he says, you know, I'm still wondering when accessibility fixes and features might arrive, such as native support for alt descriptions and images and um, fixes to the interface um, of the apps and the web. So that's a very good question. I'm glad that Josh brought it up. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, I mean, a couple months ago, Sorry, mm-hmm. I started to add support for setting the alt tag on images mm-hmm. to the Mac app and the iOS app. And I was like, why haven't we have done this yet? Let's just do it. And so I like bucked up some time. Like, I'm going to work on this. And what I realized, unfortunately, was that the API that we are using to post to micro.blog mm-hmm. didn't have a way to specify the alt tag for the image. And so uh, I started a discussion with some of the indie web people and we kind of came up with a convention the way, the way it would work. Mm-hmm. And I won't get too lost in the, the technical, you know, reasons because sure. basically there's, I was worried about making a major change to how the API works to support this mm-hmm. because I thought it might break compatibility with um, some people's blogs, not hosted on micro.blog because we control that, but if they're hosted somewhere else. So sure. I basically Stop working on that for a bit, but I want to revisit it. I have a solution now, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I completely agree. I mean, we want micro.blog to be as accessible as possible, and allowing people to specify text along with a, a photo uh, just is a really obvious thing that we need to support, especially since we love photo blogs. We love people that use micro.blog for their, for their photos. Yeah. I mean, to his other point about you know the, the apps themselves – I'm not really up on, you know, the current status of things that need to be fixed there, but I, I, I agree that it would be good to make sure we keep that, keep our eye on that. Definitely. And if, if there's anything in particular people have noticed that, that I, they think I don't know about yet, mm-hmm. it never hurts to tell me again, send a support email mm-hmm. to make sure that's prioritized. I have been slowly making accessibility improvements, especially mm-hmm. to the the web interface. There were some buttons that weren't accessible. Um, took care of at least a few of those things mm-hmm. r- recently, a couple months ago. But if there's anything else, we definitely want to prioritize it. Okay, good. Well, thanks for that answer. Here's another one I think is interesting uh, from John Johnston, um, our, our one of our longtime bloggers from Scotland, and he, he asked, will Wavelength be able to post audio to a WordPress blog? And I know that question has come up before, and I thought um, it'd be worth explaining you know, the status of that, why mm-hmm. or why not. Um, yeah, the main reason it doesn't right now is that there's no one way to do a podcast in mm-hmm. WordPress. And so depending on how you have your podcast set up, mm-hmm. Wavelength might need to post in different ways. And I really, the more I thought about it, I was like, this is going to be kind of a support nightmare and like, (laughs) it's not going to work out of the box. And by making it just post a micro.blog, we control the whole thing. It's totally seamless. I think it works really, really great. You record your podcast, you type in some text, you hit post, everything works. And so I love compatibility with other blogs. Obviously, you know, Sunlit, our other app, 
or mm -hmm. the official micro.blog app. They can post to WordPress. I love that stuff. I want micro.blog to be open. But in this case, I don't think it's so simple as, as just making it work with WordPress because I don't think there's a, a real only there's, only, there's not just one way that WordPress works with, um, with podcasts. Cause like your feed is a big part of the podcast that might be set right. up in different ways. So, so I, I think the answer is kind of no, but one of the things that I really have wanted to do for a long time is open source wavelength. I, I think that's not an app that we need complete control over. And I'd love the community to jump in and we've talked about it hasn't happened yet, but mm -hmm. if that happens, I think it would be a great opportunity for another developer who uses WordPress to kind of jump in and see if they want to work on anything like that. But personally, it's not something that I think we're going to directly work on because it opens up a whole, whole extra thing that I think would kind of distract from what we're trying to do with the, the podcast hosting on micro.blog right now. Sure. Um, I think, no, I think that's a good answer. And so stop me because if I'm wrong here, but I, unfortunately, since I got a new iPhone, I didn't re-sign into Wavelength, so I can't really use it and, and see. But is it possible to to send your audio from Wavelength, say, to you know to Dropbox somewhere where then you could take it and use it somewhere else? Oh, sure. So one thing that you can do with Wavelength is you can – so you have to do it through – phonic.com mm -hmm. that's the kind of way to hook things in so oh, if you set up wavelength to process your audio through that then mm -hmm. you'll have access to the mp3 from that and you can do whatever you want like a related question that people have asked mm -hmm. is should you can you in wavelength should you be able to share an mp3 directly out of the app to another app on ios yeah. and so that wouldn't be for wordpress but that could be for anything and that kind of removes everything I said in terms of the objections for having WordPress specific source uh, support baked in. Right. So that's something else that could be worked on. Right. So let's see, just a couple more questions um, and we'll wrap this up. Matt asked, what future feature is Manton most excited about implementing? So we were talking about photos and categories mm -hmm. on micro.blog. I think that's the most an important thing that I'm excited about, like in the short term for hosted blogs, I think mm -hmm. that'll just be a really clear, great feature for people to have. So mm -hmm. we've talked about having like a photos page on your blog that could collect all your photos together and like a grid with the thumbnails and things like that. Like, I'm excited about doing some of those soon because um, mm -hmm. that's been a recent topic that has come up. And on the native app side, one of the things I'm really excited about is finally adding autocomplete support for usernames because oh, yeah. especially <laughs> now we've got mastodon usernames and it's like it, it's it's always been a little bit clunky to not mm -hmm. be able to just type the first couple letters of someone's username and have it complete for you and i i think you know sometimes people mistype them and the conversation doesn't connect right and i think that that'll be it should have been there already <laughs> and i'm excited <laughs> to get that there i think it'll really help people that are replying to multiple people, especially as I said, now that we have the Mastodon user world kind of start to get connected, uh, it'll just right. make things a lot simpler. Right. Well, that's cool. I'd be excited about both of those things. And I assume 
there will be quite a few other people as well. Um, and finally, Adam, Adam Proctor asks, uh, how is the book coming along? <laughs> I'm super excited, but seriously, no pressure, uh, says Adam. And I agree, no pressure, Manton. Um, but it does remind me of that question that authors often get, which is, how is the book coming along? <laughs> not always the most straightforward question. So. Yeah. And thank you very much, Adam, for saying no pressure. Because, yeah, whenever someone asks me about the book, I like, <laughs> I kind of cringe a little bit. And, um, I appreciate the, uh, I pr- appreciate the no pressure added. It is coming along. Uh, I set out in November because it's NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month. My book's not a novel at all, but I thought, you know, I'm going to use November to work on this book every day because I should have finished it a while back and I really want to get it done. And so I've tried to do that. I haven't, I haven't written anything for the book every single day, but I've tried to use that kind of, you know, November as a time to really, really get through the first draft. I have a bunch of stuff written and I still have a bunch more that I want to include in the book. And I have a lot of like partial trap chapters that are like, you know, need a little more work or editing. And so I'm in, we're halfway through November now. I still hope to kind of stick to that and mm-hmm. really have something soon, at least a draft that I can show people and get feedback on. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to wrap that up too. And I know people are excited to, uh, to see it. I hope their <laughs> expectation, I feel like the longer it goes, the expectations are <laughs> so high that it's going to be brilliant, but um, <laughs> hopefully it's helpful to some people and I've enjoyed working on it. And we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what people think when the first draft is ready. Well, thanks, Manton. Thanks so much also for coming on the podcast and answering the questions that uh, folks have, myself included. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thanks, everybody, for the questions. Really appreciate the support. If you want to follow Manton on micro.blog, <laughs> he's at Manton. Um, you could also go to micro.blog slash Manton. Um, And there'll be a link in the show notes. So thanks to everybody for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Mm